Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio Cars, and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the Cool Shop. Shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. TheCoolShop.com. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. The Father Chick, Noreen Cochran, Martin West, Linda Marshall, Stephen Rogers, Anna Capri, Aaron Kincaid, The Crickets, The Beach Boys, with Leslie Gore. Google Rhythm and see the girls on the beach for more swinging, surfing fun in the sun than you've ever had before. There are five guys down here to every one girl. Now, if we intend to beat that pretty little team, we've got to know their weakness. Coach, I don't care if I strike out. I just want to get the bat. Any of you girls got a watch? We'd like to know the time. No, we haven't got any watches, but we've all got plenty of time. It's where the jet action surf set captures the beaches and captures a love load of bikini beauties. Hey, you wiggle, wiggle, and flip! Isn't there more than one gear in this car? Yeah, coyotes, your favorite foxes will wave when they see this flick. Hey, the Red Rocker Sammy Hagar here, and you are listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Ah, uh, woo! Good God, woo! Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studio in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com. If you've missed any of our past shows, go check out our archive page, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Bobby, good evening. How are you? 
Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Would you like to uh, inform everybody about the social media aspects of our show? Sure. And if you were uh, following us during Scotchdale, you would definitely be very aware of our social media and how active it is. But uh, we are on Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and LinkedIn, at Nostalgic Radio and Cars, at NRC on Air. That is correct. Well, anyway, hey, so it's good to be back in Clearwater. Or is it? I don't know. <laughs> Arizona was pretty cool. I got to tell you, you know, I it's had, good to be back in the studio. Let's put it that. It's way. good to be back in the studio. Yeah, we got to work on the uh, the audio thing of uh, the portable audio wheel deal. But although we do, we we've got that kind of down to a science now. We just have to experiment with it a little bit better. Getting but here's better every time. We're getting better every time. Yeah, we did. Uh, this worked out real good. But anyway, we had a couple people on from uh, Scottsdale last week, and uh, we were at Bear Jackson live last week on uh, Tuesday evening. And uh, spectacular show, great cars, great venue. And if you've never been to Scottsdale and if you've never been to Barrett-Jackson, that is the show of shows. That is the auction that pretty much sets the standard for everybody else. Now, Goodings, Bonhams, RM, and then the auction company that I work for, Hollywood Wheels, okay? We are a boutique-style auction, okay? So we have 70, 80, 90, 100, 125, 130 cars, okay? So we're a little bit different. We cater to, cater to a little high-end European stuff, mid-American or mid-50s classics, uh, heavy American classics, which would be like Packard's and Duesenberg's and 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 uh, Lincoln's and things of that nature and Cords and Auburn's and really cool stuff. So that's kind of a boutique-type auction. It's an auction. It's a little bit more reserved, uh, a little bit more specialized, and you have you cater to a little bit more of a high-end crowd but if you want a lot of fun fun then you go to bear jackson or you go to my good friends over there at russo and steel now we had darren on our show here a couple weeks ago and i was hanging out with darren at russo and steel great auction i love the way they do their deal with that little bullpen thing that they got going on because everybody can kind of get into the mix it's really cool all right bear jackson you know they limit you have to sit outside in the in the in the in the, in the outside area that where the seating is and everything like that if you've got credentials the right proper credentials you can get up close you can get on the stage that works out as well if you want to pay for VIP tickets, you can get up in the Muscle 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 Lounge, I think they call it. And uh, I was also hanging out with my good friend Marty, Kevin Marty, and his wife Shelly from Marty Works. Uh, big shout-out to them. Just a really, really, really cool group of people out there. I mean, it's kind of the place to go to meet people, you know. Uh, Mark Hyman from uh, Hyman Motors. You see him on uh, TV every once in a while. At uh, He does. Uh, used to do What's My Car Worth with, uh, with Keith Martin and those guys from Sports Car Market. And he was out there, brought an outstanding, stunning, amazing, uh, one of two or three Bill custom coach work uh, Duesenbergs. He had that at the Arizona Concourse, and he also had it at the Arizona uh, Tour de Elegance, which was great, which was just kind of like a little drive thing that they do with the Concourse car. The Arizona Concourse, spectacular event, a boutique um, concourse with about 90 cars, very, very intimate at the uh, Biltmore Resort in Scottsdale. Great, 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 great venue, and that's got to put that on your list too. Again, I tell you guys, there's four events that you got to hit each year: Scottsdale, Amelia Island, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Don't forget that one. And we'll be talking a little bit more about that uh, within the coming weeks. The uh, Monterey Pebble Beach event, Laguna Seca Racetrack, that's super, and of course SEMA. Now we got a great show for you tonight. There's three big events coming up this weekend. We've got Surf Expo in Orlando at the Convention Center. We've got the Guitar Expo at the Central Florida Fairgrounds. And we've got the Cavalino and at the Breakers in Palm Beach and the mar Largo. So I've got a special guest coming on that's knowledgeable with each one of these events. So stick around. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. In fact, since we're going to the Surf, surf Expo, let's play some surf music. we got a little, uh, it's called what? Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle. By the Centurions, right? Yes, it is. All right. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio Cars. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Enjoy the show.
This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Okay, we're back, and you tune into Nostalgic Radio Cars, and it's time to introduce our first guest for the evening. This gentleman is one of many category managers, and he is also a frontman for the Surf Expo. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, Duke Becker. Duke, are you there? I sure am. How you doing, Robert? Pretty good. So uh, thanks for coming on the show. Tell us all about the Surf Expo. Tell us, first of all, a little bit how you got involved with it, and then uh, what the Surf Expo is about. All right. Well, thank you very much. Um, I've been a long-time surfer, uh, working at a lot of surf shops around the country. And lo and behold, I was offered a job for this uh, corporation that uh, deals in the industry that I love. And took the job, enjoy the insurance. And right now, I'm loving traveling the world and meeting a lot of really cool surfers, skateboarders, stand-up paddlers, and just anybody in the whole beach lifestyle industry. So that's a little bit of my background. And what I do with Surf Expo, I'm the salesperson for many different categories. Basically, if you stand on it or sit in it, that is my category. So it's all the hard goods, like all the skateboards, stand-up paddleboards, surfboards, wakeboards, even kiteboards as well. Oh, super. All right, now, yeah, you, you, you mentioned your surfer. Where are you from originally? Uh, I, I'm from where the waves are really big. Actually, they're just really frozen. I'm from uh, Michigan. Michigan? And, uh, one of those, <laughs> yeah, yes, I know. I guess you did quite a little bit, but we actually have surf up there. I'm sure all the snowbirds down here in Florida may uh, relate to it. This is Big enough to think that Edmund Fitzgerald is big enough to surf on. Oh, okay. So you're uh, up from Whitefish Bay in that area? Oh, man, no, no. That's, that's really <laughs> cold up there. No, I, I'm down in... <laughs> if there's anything a little bit colder, but... Uh, no, I'm from uh, the Grand Haven area for Michigan. Okay. I'm familiar with uh, parts of it, but uh, I know that up there and towards around Traverse City, that's the north end. That's the, what, the mitt part of uh, Michigan? Is that what they call that? <laughs> yes, yep. All part of the mitt. If you, uh, all the, uh, everybody in the Upper Peninsula, we call them Upers, they yeah. call us trolls. We live underneath the, bri- the Mackinac Bridge. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've had a chance to travel all over the world. What are some of the most exciting places you've traveled as far as surfing? And I'm sure you're, you're, you're down with the endless summer, right? Oh, yes, definitely. Gosh, I would love to do that. I became friends with some of the people with that. And, Try to host my own, you know, I think we all, if you're a surfer or anything you do in your life, you try to do the endless summer. And um, For me, I think the most the most amazing or exotic one was uh, surfing in this small little beach town in Brazil. Uh, I, I was the only one there who spoke English and hung out there for a week. I don't know a lick of Portuguese. And for some reason, we got along. We just, you smile and things just happen. The international language of shooting the curl, man. <laughs> you know it, man. So are you a surfer yourself, Robbie? Well, believe it or not, I'm from Northern Cal. And, yeah, we used to go to uh, what we call Surf City, which was Santa Cruz. So, uh, you know, oh, and we, yeah. we stayed away from Stinson Beach because I'm from Marin County. So that's shark capital of the uh, Pacific, so to speak. But, yeah, we used to go to uh, um, Santa Cruz. And then, of course, when we went down south, we'd go to Oceanside, we'd be in San Diego, Huntington, Long uh, Long Beach, all those areas down there. So, but I was a kid, so I just did your basic, uh, you know, stand up on the board, ride the wave, and I was cool. I didn't do any shooting any curls or hanging ten or any anything wild like that. Uh, just getting up and standing up is pretty exciting for anybody. Yeah, it's just the thrill of life. I got it. It really is. Then I moved to the west coast of Florida, and I go, "You call these waves? Are you kidding me?" And then we had to go to the other side, you know. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, when I do come down to Florida, I am actually going to head back over to uh, Cocoa Beach and get 
get up to Sebastian's Inlet, I another shark infested <laughs> break. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it, you know, there's always some always some surf there. Yeah, maybe good, maybe bad, but it's better than what uh well what I'm used to in Michigan. I'll say that. Well, the water's warmer too. <laughs> Most definitely, yeah. <laughs> All right, tell us a little bit about uh, what's what's hot in the surf world there at Surf Expo. So if, some, so if my listeners, which I try to encourage them to go to some of these events, if they're on their way to Surf Expo and they're surf fanatics, what can they look forward to for uh, really groovy stuff that's out there now? Oh, that's the crazy thing. This is just, it's candy land. If you are in the, uh, if you're a surfer or anything, anything beach-related, our trade show is just, you know, you're a kid in the candy store, like I said, it's, um, what's coming out new right now? I'm really excited to look at a lot of the new foil design. Uh, you're, are you familiar with foils or a little bit? I'm yeah. sure. Maybe we'll, okay. Um, for your listeners, it's kind of you know, uh, back in the seventies or eighties, they had, uh, ski chairs with a little, uh, uh, basically they call it a foil. It's kind of like a stick that would go underneath the water and you're, you're actually riding the board in the air and everything is a very small amount of the board is part of the foil is actually underwater and you're the momentum and the speed you get is just apparently amazing i have not tried one of those yet but i definitely am looking forward to it uh, for what i saw right now there's a lot of the brands that are starting to showcase that technology interesting now the uh and and uh and i'm an old school so i like nine foot ten foot boards you know i don't so yeah. is, is the vintage style board coming back um, there's definitely a, uh, a trend in it. There's always trends that come and go. There is a lot of people finally respecting um, surfboard shapers is one thing that's a key thing coming back. Uh, a lot of the boards that are what we call like pop-outs out of China, um, they definitely were fan- they're good. But now everybody's getting back into actually something that a human actually shaped with his hand. They're into that. So anything like the balsa boards, like uh, balsa bill over there um, on the um, East Coast, anybody producing some of those old classics. So that's goes right, in, you know, right in line with your your listeners. Classic cars and classic tunes. Yep. Classic boards. So if you got something shaped from wood or balsa wood, oh man, it's it, you are the top dog out there in the in the water. Interesting, interesting. How about windsurfing? I mean, is that still pretty popular? Where they get on? Because I see these guys buzzing around with these kite things now. So what's all that about? Because we we were at Sur- at Surf Expo back, I think, in the end of August. You had one in Orlando. So uh, tell us what's uh, about that stuff. Yeah, uh, windsurfing is not dead yet. You're definitely not seeing as many windsurfers out there in the water. But it is it's it's not dead. It's definitely a sport that's uh, you know, and it's declined. But uh, like you, all the youth sports. There's always an interest going back in it. Uh, you, the American market is not, they're not accepting it too much. Uh, Europeans are really still into windsurfing. But it is, transition's gone into kiteboarding. Um, that craze, well, not so much craze, but it's still very hot, very popular. Because, man, you, this wild. If you're a kiteboarder and you're actually getting some, some of the air that those guys get, they have some really, you might like this, they have a, Cool term they call it. It's called a, a kite mare. A kite mare. You get so much air that you're so afraid. You <laughs> just the fear. <laughs> <laughs> I love that term. Have you done that? Have you uh, uh, kite boarded? That is actually the one board sport that I am not. Well, I'm not saying I'm really good at them all. I almost did that, but uh, I I'm not very good at that sport at all. I pretty much I'm at the stage where I get dragged um, across <laughs> the beach. Get dragged. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Anything else? I, I'm pretty proficient on it. I can I can do almost all the other board sports. Okay. Oh, speaking of boards, how about uh, little boards with little wheels on the bottom of them? Are you in, is that in your department too? Oh, most definitely. Yep. I'm still person for anything stand on and sit on. So skateboarding is one of the categories that I sell. Um, that's another sport that's uh, you know it's, it's youth driven, so it kind of goes up and down with popularity with the uh, you know. As you get older, you may not get into it, but uh, the the longboarding um, is still what I do. I'm I'm older now. I cannot, you know, teach an old drug, dog new tricks. I can't even do the old tricks anymore. But <laughs> I I will still and always will cruise down a hill as fast as I can. And the longboarding or slot, you know, slaloming is actually something I kind of want to get back into if my body will let me. But yeah, skateboarding is still big. We have a 
we've got a really great um, skate contest with uh, some of the best amateur skateboarders coming to the show. Um, they'll be competing in a mini ramp contest that is going to be put on um, at the show. Oh, really? Okay. Why don't you tell yeah. our li- t- tell our listeners a little bit how they can get there? It's really only open. It's business to business, right? Is that pretty much where the Surf Expo is? That is correct. Yeah, unfortunately for all your listeners out there, it is not open to the public. But there are ways for you to get in. Um, we'd love for you to get into the industry, whether it's a, you know, a beach shop or a board sports shop. Um, to get into it, all you need to do is register that you have a retail store, you have a business um, being able to purchase something at wholesale and sell it at retail. That could be an online business, too. So, you know, if you're ever thinking about getting into the industry, that's one one step away you can. But, uh, yeah, everything can be done on surfexpo.com. Excellent. And you're at the Orlando Convention Center this this weekend, correct? Yeah, we are. Oh, boy, it's going to be busy here. I'm in. I'm surrounded by a lot of uh, golfers right now. PGA um, tournament, is our, their um, expo is going on at the same time as Surf Expo. So we've got a clash between um, surfers and golfers out here. But it's a friendly. It's <laughs> huh. friendly. And the Surf Expo is basically, you would call it, it's a it's a lifestyle exhibit. Would that be a first statement? That really is good. Yeah, we uh, the elevator little speech is like we're the um, beach uh, beach sports sports lifestyle type of a trade show. So anything if you if you go on a vacation, you're going to buy a, a, a beach chair, or your towel, or a t shirt that says you were at such and such town in, on a in an exotic island somewhere. All those items are found at our trade show, as well as everything that, um, of course, surfing, and then uh, everything, you know, the beach and board sports go along with the skateboarding, like we talked about, and stand-up paddling, wakeboarding, and windsurfing, and kiteboarding are all at this trade show. As well as fashion, too, correct? Oh, yes, definitely fashion. Every, uh, it's, it's quite amazing if, uh, like, looking at, uh, yeah, we'll say, women on on runways and bikinis, they literally these uh, all these design houses. Um, all the bikini lines will actually build a runway, and they have ladies walking up and down, showing off the latest styles. And the buyers will pick which ones that they think will do good in their market. It's definitely a uh, yeah. Nobody's wearing a collared shirt in the building. I'll say that. Okay. That's cool. Well, Duke, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I look forward to meeting you this weekend. I'll be there Friday with my wife and my son. And, uh, again, one more time, plug the uh, Surf Expo. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm with the Surf Expo. Uh, everything in beach, lifestyle, board sports, surfexpo.com. Look forward to meeting you there. All right. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, you take care and uh, enjoy the next couple of days. And uh, keep your eyes out for the tough-looking babes in the bikinis, right? Definitely. I'll see you soon. Thank you very much for the time. Certainly. Certainly. Thank you. Take care. See you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Okay, Bob, you got something on the turn-em-up table for us? Something really uh, a little bit more classic now? Yes, Well, it's all classic, because this is nostalgic radio and cars, right? Yeah, but let's uh, turn it back again. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got to tell you guys, I got to meet and greet and do a photo op and then see in concert Robbie Krieger of The Doors. At the Marquee Theater in Tempe, Arizona. I want to thank my new friend there, Donnie, the manager at the Marquee Theater in uh, Tempe, right around the corner from the University ASU. Big shout out to ASU out there, right, Bobby? You are accepted at ASU, although you're going to the University of Central Florida now. I but am. Uh, yeah, Robbie Krieger, this is one of the songs they played Peace Frog by The Doors. Hey, you're tuned into the Southern Radio Cars. We'll touch the dial. Our next guest is coming right on.
Guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Rating Cars, and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the Cool shop. shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. TheCoolShop.com. The Hey now and have mercy, this is Billy F. Gibbons from ZZ Top, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and it's time to introduce our next special guest. He is the founder and the organizer of the Guitar Expo, and this is a special 30th anniversary of the Guitar Expo in Orlando at the Central Florida Fairgrounds. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, Morty Beckman. Morty, are you there? Yeah, Robert, how are you tonight? Pretty good, and uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, how are things at uh, the Guitar Expo? You know, I really do appreciate you having us on, and it looks like we're a booth or two away from being sold out. Wow. Um, we're expecting a great, 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 great turnout by the public, and our dealers have already signed up and are ready, raring to go. Super. So what's the special? It says 30th. It's a special 30th anniversary. So what kind of uh, well, really cool stuff? We always give away one vintage guitar. This year we're going to give away two. We're going to have a lot of special giveaways at the counter. Just as people come through, we'll hand them off some kind of little prize. Um, we've got a lot of surprises on tap, and we're going to hope people will come by and find out what these surprises are. Excellent, excellent. Now, the any major, I mean, like, is Fender going to be there? Gibson going to be there? A lot of the manufacturers and no, stuff? No, you know, this is not. This is a vintage guitar show. Okay. And basically, uh, the people that come are vintage aficionados, buyers, sellers. We generally have people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And they, they come to trade guitars, buy guitars, sell guitars. But it is not so much from the manufacturers. Okay. That's not to say there won't be dealers there with new Fenders, new Gibsons. Uh, any brand you want to think of, there will be new guitars there, but they will be part of individual dealer stock, not and generally the the manufacturers themselves. Right, because it just happens to be uh, NAM was what last week in Los last Angeles. Weekend, yes. Yeah. Do you ever go to that? I have been a number of times, but when I had a, a regular music store, I went to NAM uh, every year, but. These days, I am focusing only on vintage guitars, and a lot of our dealers are still going to NAM. One of the reasons why we moved off the NAM weekend is that we, some of our dealers said, hey, we can't come because we're going to NAM. So we moved, and we will permanently be off the NAM weekend. Okay. Well, cool. All right, so tell us, what's the latest in uh, guitars? I mean, now, now does Reverb, if we're a vintage guitar guy like you and I and a bunch of my listeners and stuff, yeah. we go to Reverb. Does Reverb ever kind of do any cross-marketing with you, or do they ever show up? The guys you from know, Reverb is something that I am hearing a lot about from people. You know, we've all used eBay for many, many, many years now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are selling that, saying that selling on Reverb is working for them. I personally have not done it yet. I would imagine in the next year or two I'll probably find my way to Reverb. Okay. Um, I think the guys use it. You know, basically anybody that's marketing uh, individual pieces, you almost have to have some sort of... Uh, platform where you can say this is a an individual piece this is a 64 blah 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 or this is a 48 blah 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 or this is a 1929 gibson you've got to be able to say these kinds of things you can't just say hey i've got a fender telly you say i have one of the original 52 tellies or i have an original 68 strat and so it the ebay reverb places like that even craigslist quite frankly a lot of people trade on craigslist because 
it works for local. Guy calls up, hey, where are you? Oh, I'm here on the other side of town from you, so it's no, it's cool. Well, let's meet somewhere, you know. Um, I have not heard of Reverb. I haven't heard, I haven't, I don't have experience myself on Reverb, but I've heard a lot of the guys talk about it. Now you're you're out of Tallahassee right now. Where, what, tell us a little bit about your origins, as far as you know your, your musical background, your store, and how the whole. Um, for those of the new, the new listeners that just tuned in, um, how Guitar Expo came to fruition. Well, I I was have been playing guitar for um, almost fifty years, and I've enjoyed it. I picked it up in college, and I I really really haven't enjoyed it. And there seems to be a segue for people. I've been writing songs since I first picked up a guitar, there seems to be a segue toward, oh, I want this one, I want that one, I like this one, I'll buy that one. And the next thing you know, you say to yourself, hey, I've got too many, I can't play them, and I bought a better one than the other one. So you begin to trade a little bit. And as you trade a little bit, then you say, oh, well, you know, hmm, maybe I could sell them somewhere. And, and so then we started looking, and there were some of the very first guitar shows were 32, 34 years ago in, in Texas. And so I actually did not found the Orlando Guitar Show. I've owned it for over 20 years, but it was founded uh, 30 years ago, and the gentleman that had it, for one reason or another, passed it along. And so I've had shows all over the country. I've had them in Maryland, Virginia, the Carolinas. And Orlando is just a terrific place to have a guitar show. We have one of the best turnouts in the world. I'd say we're probably one of the top two or three guitar shows in in the country. And it is, in fact, more or less a vintage show. But that doesn't mean that 30 40% of the product isn't new or reissues or highly collectible guitars that have been put out by the manufacturers for people who maybe can't pay the big, big bucks, but they can afford real money for a fabulously wonderful handmade guitar. So that's basically it, and I just love doing it. And I still play all the time, and I'm going to continue to play, and I'm going to continue to buy and sell and trade a little bit. Super. Now, for our listeners, for the sake of the listeners, tell us a little bit about, let's, like, I'm not a very good guitarist. I started many, many years ago, and I'm now in my 60. I'm 60 years old. So I've actually decided I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take my time since i got a little more patience, and I'm going to slowly practice and play. I might not be a Jimmy Page or a Jeff Beck someday, but right. as long as I can, you know, play a little bit of, you know, do a little rhythm guitar, I'm happy with it. But would, would it be fair to say that you don't have to be a musician to enjoy vintage guitars, right? Well, I think that's really true. You know, it's it's sort of like any collectible. You might collect cars and you might have several, but you can't drive them all at once. You can only drive one at a time. So the vintage guitar market, a lot of it is people who say you you had an iconic moment in your life, maybe a girlfriend you liked, and, and somehow or another you were at a dance and there were some guys playing guitars that you liked, and these things stick into your head. And a lot of the vintage guitar market is happening because of that, because it, it, it was memorable to people as they were growing up. And now we're beginning to get younger guys, we're beginning to get guys in their 20s and 30s and 40s who are coming up with a different set of guitars that were uh, memorable to them as they were growing up. And so it, the, market, it, the market grows with the interest of people of different age groups. And for, for whatever it's worth, it's an exciting time because we're, seeing, we're beginning to see people having a different attitude about guitars. Certain kinds of guitars become more collectible all the time. Guitars that once upon a time someone would say, oh, well, nobody will ever care about those. Well, now they do. They care about them. So if, and we've, we're seeing an influx of younger dealers. It's, there's still a lot of old baby boomer type guys at the shows, but we are getting uh, younger, younger dealers, younger collectors, and, and they, they're cool. I can remember a number of times where fathers have brought sons in when the sons were two or three or five or seven years old, and now the sons are here and they're collecting, you know. So it, it's a very cool thing. It's a very, very cool thing to do, and it fits right in with music, which basically almost everybody likes music. This is true. And i got to tell you, when my son and I were there last year, we got to meet some really interesting people as well, some people we knew that were locals, and we never really got to know them very well. There was a couple shops, Stevie B, for example, who shows yes. up there all the time. Uh, yes. Hammer, I think, Mr. Hammer, I think he's out of St. Petersburg. Yes, uh, true. Does, 
they're Ben and Mick uh, out of out of Clearwater or out of Tampa. They they build guitars. They build what they call a um, uh, something caster. I can't think of what it is. It's like a um, uh, it's it's a special uh, wood that they make the guitar out of, and it's and it's indigenous to Florida, for example. But the but the variety, the array of guitars that are there. I mean, whether it's electric, whether it's acoustic, whether it's a uh, uh, a steel, I mean a um, resonated guitar. You everything's there. It is true, and and when you mentioned Stevie B, Stevie has been a supporter of the show for many many years, and he is coming this year. Uh, anybody comes in the front door, will see him pretty close. Um, we're always glad to have Stevie B. He's a he's a hoot, you know. He's really uh-huh. a good guy. I like Stevie B a lot. Well, he's a bass player, and he used to play back in the seventies. I mean, he ran the state of Florida. I mean, you know, he's he's played gigs all around the state of Florida. He's a super nice guy. Yeah, he really is a good guy. I like Stevie B, and we we've got a lot of Florida dealers. So we get dealers from everywhere. We've got dealers coming from everywhere, but we but we do have a lot of Florida dealers, and so people who come from anywhere down. Tampa, St. Pete Way, or, or Palm Beach, or Boynton, or Lauderdale, there will be dealers that they know here up Jacksonville, Daytona Way, uh, Tallahassee dealers. Uh, there's a lot of vintage guitar collectors, uh, Robert. I mean, a lot of them. And and they show up for these kinds of events because it's it's a, it's a really a three-day thing. You know, you were there on Saturday, I believe, on Friday last yep. year. Mm-hmm. and. The deal, it's dealer only on Friday, but what makes a dealer is somebody who has a few guitars that they'd like to sell. You don't have to be some kind of signed-up dealer or anything. You just come and you, you rent yourself a booth for the weekend, and you're a dealer for that weekend. And a lot of people maybe not are not fluent with that, and they think, oh, well, I'm not a dealer. I don't have a store or anything like that. But if you have a bunch of guitars and you want to sell them, you can come to a guitar show. You can come to the Orlando Guitar Expo. And sell your guitars. And even then, if you have one or two and you want to come in and pay your admission, 12 bucks at the door, you can bring that guitar in and sell it to dealers, to other members of the public. I see guys stop each other and say, hey, I got a telly here. You want to swap for your Strat? And the next thing you know, they've done a deal right there. So it, it's a, it is a free-for-all in that respect. And there, people will trade hands. I mean, guitars will trade hands. That's... It, it, there's a lot of that that goes on. That's great. Now, occasionally, lo, uh, celebrity guitars show up at your events, too, correct? They do. Last year, we had uh, Dwayne Allman's Gold Top in the show for all three days. Um, oh, wow. Guys that run his museum, the, the Allman Brothers Museum, brought the guitar out, and they kept it in the show for three days, and a handful of guys got to play it. Um, it, it was a hoot. Um, Randy Bimmons, who is real helpful to me at the show, he, he's... He's posted many, many pictures of him standing there with that guitar, and he really, really thinks the world of Dwayne Allman and his guitar playing, and he just he couldn't believe he actually was holding Dwayne Allman's guitar. And, you know, Dwayne's been dead for many, many years, but the music lives on. Yes. That's super. All right, one more time, Morty. Why don't you tell everybody how they can find out about the Guitar Expo and where it's at? The Guitar Expo can be found at guitarexpo.net. And there's information on there. If you're a member of the public, you can click on the public information or a dealer information. We also have a, spa- a Facebook page, the Orlando International Guitar and Music Expo on Facebook. Um, we're online. There, there's a bunch of listings around the, the Florida, Central Florida, East and West Florida, announcing all one or two pieces that somebody might have for sale at the guitar at the guitar show. I know that one of our dealers has put up three or four really cool old vintage pieces that he's going to have in his booth. So anywhere they want to find it, um, guitarexpo.net, uh, Facebook, guitar, inter, the Orlando International Guitar and Music Expo, it will show up and they can find it. Uh, they can go to Vintage Guitar Magazine and look under upcoming events and it will show up under upcoming events. Guitar Stories USA, run by Rick Baker in Orlando, has put out videos for us the last three or four years. So if you go to Guitar Stories USA, you can click and find the Orlando blogs and the Orlando videos, and it'll give you an idea of what goes on. And on our website at guitarexpo.net, there's a gallery that you can see this expanse of 30,000, 35,000 square feet of guitars. So it's real interesting. You know, you guys were there last year. You know what it looked like. Oh, yeah, it was great. Well, Marty, thank you very much, and we'll see you on Friday. How about that? Robert, thanks for everything. You know I appreciate you guys, and the best of luck to everyone. Okay, and Craig Brody, right. Craig Brody said he's coming up this time. Yes, so we'll he's s- coming. He sure okay. is. We'll see you. All right, okay. thanks, Marty.
Thank you. Bye. Bye, Marty. Bye. All right, Bobby. Let's see. What do we got tuned up on the tournament table here? Uh, we're going to make some money. We're going to make some money. Okay, we got a little Floyd for you. And then uh, stick around. We got our next special guest coming on. some money after 911 and 411 call 541 that's 727-541-1741 call Gulfstream motorsports for a diminished value report due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business i'm very good with wrecks so if your car has been involved in a wreck call me for a diminished value report call 727-541-1741 you may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle and visit us at gulfstreammotorsports.com this is Ted Nugent celebrating the American dream on nostalgic radio and cars. Okay, we're back, and it's time to introduce our next special, very special guest for the evening. This weekend, guys, is uh, the Cavalino and the Mar Largo. And uh, my next special guest is a regular attendee, but she also is the, let's just say, she's the lady in charge that orchestrates Vantage Motor Works in North Miami Beach. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening my friend. Lorraine Hoffheinz. Well, that's close. Thank you, Robert. Lorraine Hoffheinz Hoffheinz. at Vantage Motorworks in North Miami. How about that? Yeah, close. And uh, it's nice to talk to you. Um, I've seen you at several of the Florida car shows over the past several years, and uh, you take great pictures. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, tell us a little bit about uh, Vantage Motorworks in North Miami. You basically uh, restore very, very high-end Rolls-Royces, correct? Yeah, we have been in business now for 43, 44 years, and we do full-body-off restorations on Rolls-Royce and Bentleys. That's mostly 99% of our business. Occasionally, we get other cars like uh, Alancia, that uh, we did a restoration on the Lancia. It was really a beautiful, spectacular, silver-gray car. Um, that car went to all of the car shows, including the Villa d'Este in Italy, and won prizes for all of, all of the... Uh, it's just a stunning car. And we do uh, a couple of other specialties, maybe a Bugatti, or um, uh, we did a couple of Fiat. Very rare Fiat's, and you know, because when you say Fiat, everybody thinks Fiat five hundred. But you need you need to tell people, let's say, like the twenty three hundreds or like the uh, well, these the supersonic. Are, these are more like yeah, supersonic Fiat by mm-hmm. Pininfarina, 
perhaps we worked on one that there was only six built. Mm-hmm. And most, you know, we have a, a big facility in North Miami. We have 33 full-time employees and do everything there in-house, our woodworking department, you know, body shop. And since we work on very rare cars, one-of-a-kind cars, you know, we really um, put a lot of extra effort into the cars. Because now, like this weekend, is Mar-a-Lago, part of the Cavallini Classic and as you know, the Cavallini is full of Ferraris, but on Sunday, January 29th, is the classic Sunday at Mar-a-Lago, one of the most, I don't know, elite car shows. You've been there. Yes. What would you say? I would, I would say if, you, if your car is accepted at Mar-a-Lago, it ranks up there with Pebble Beach and oh. Amelia. Would, would that be fair to say? Yeah, it's, it is. It is pretty... Exclusive. Pretty, uh, demanding. But also, um, it's very limited. It's very exclusive. You can't just, anybody just can't go there. We have about five cars going to Mar-a-Lago. But after that, in February, I mean, this is the season, Robert. I mean, your schedule must be as busy as mine, because after Mar- the Cavallini and Mar-a-Lago, then there's the Boca Raton Concourse. Yes. Which includes the DuPont Hangar Party, one of the best parties ever, every, month, every um, show like that. And then the Boca Raton Gala, which right. has, Great entertainment, and then the show, which is so affordable. And right here in um, Boca Raton, I believe it's only like $60. Oh. So it's really, the show is just really so available to everybody and the public. We have a bunch of cars going to that show. <laughs> so um, I have to take care of all these logistics for a number of our clients. And, and you know, see, it's the season now. The weather in Florida is fabulous. And the car shows that are coming up, there are just some great, great events coming around. Now, Vantage Motive Works has been around for a while. Obviously, like you said, you specialize in Rolls-Royce and Bentley. You've done some Aston Martins, too. I've seen those. But, you know, something so interesting right now is we're doing a Bentley that was previously owned by Saddam Hussein. Really? Which was destroyed in the riots. And then after the collapse of the of the country it was returned by the u.s army to the rightful owner and so that's pretty pretty historic and we've done a couple of other really interesting backgrounds you know rockefeller cars and it's it's amazing some of the work that we got that goes on there what was the car that you had at pebble beach a few years ago and you had uh the very famous and well-known nadia comanici there Oh, my God, it was so exciting to meet her, really. And, I, in fact, tonight I just had a meeting with a couple of girlfriends because they just love going to the car shows. We meet the most interesting people. Nadia Comaneci, the first perfect 10 Olympic gymnast. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of your younger listeners don't know her, but what a wonderful lady she is. And then, of course, because she was there, Arnold Schwarzenegger was there. That was all at Pebble Beach, and Jay Leno is always there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes um, we have people come to Vantage that, you know, you can't really mention their names right. for a number of reasons. High profile, and they want to fly under yeah. the radar. But I'll tell you, it's really cool. One time... Um, we had some royalty come, and it was really cool to have four black SUVs pull up, Secret Service kind of guys in suits and sunglasses, checking out the whole facility before the VIP finally arrived. Uh-huh. That was really exciting. That was uh, a good day at work. <laughs> so give us an idea, and we've got a few minutes left here. So in, uh, if, if I wanted to bring my Rolls Royce to you, what are your hourly, and, and you're very high-end, very exclusive, and like you said, you've got some amazing talent there. You've got wood crafters, you've got metal, you know, metal crafters there, you've got mechanics that are just state-of-the-art, and your facility, yeah, like yeah. you said, is large. So if I wanted to bring my Rolls-Royce to you, um, what, would I, what, what's, what would be the hourly rate, and how many hours would it take to, let's just say I had a 1972 Corniche convertible? Well, you know, I can't give you numbers over the phone. Okay. You know, we'll look at the car, and I'll tell you, my boss is Richard Gorman. Started the company 43 years ago. If it's not, if the cost of restoring a car is more than the car will be worth, 
he will tell you straight out. That's good. And so, you know, it's not like he's going to take your money. We want, he, he puts the extra into the cars when we do a restoration. And just because it's the integrity of the car and what the car deserves. So if, if the car's not worth it, we'll tell you right from the get-go. You know, mm-hmm. you're wasting your money. And then sometimes it's a cement- sentimental thing. You know, some people have restored their mother's cars that they got when they got married. <laughs> and, you know, um, we've had clients like that. But um, you yourself, you, know, are... you can't just put a dollar figure on, on a classic car sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now, real so. quick, we got, we got about a minute left. You yourself have, and your husband, you have collector cars, so what do you have in your stable? <laughs> we have a couple of MGs. Good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we do. Well, don't feel bad, because I actually have a 74 MGB GT right now, so I'm, I'm diddy-bopping around in that. Is yours well, older? We love, we love our red MG. It was mentioned in Classic Cars at, from the Boca show, the Boca Concourse, which is coming up in February. Great, uh-huh. great show. I look forward to seeing you there, for sure. We'll be there. We'll be there. And, of course, you'll be at Amelia, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, you should call me, because if you have listeners who want to know that, you know, all about Amelia, I really, it's one of the best shows on the East Coast. It really is. Well, here's what we'll do, Lorraine, since we're up against the clock right now, and I uh, and I told you I'd have you on for a little bit longer one of these days. So what we'll do is we'll bring you back on before Amelia, and you can tell us a little bit about Amelia. In the meantime, real quick, in, in a few seconds, go ahead and plug Vantage Motorworks real quick. Well, we're on the web, VantageMotorWorks.com in North Miami. Okay, that works. All right, Lorraine, okay. well, I'll see you this weekend at the Cavalina, or maybe if I get lucky and I can figure out a way to get into Mar-a-Lago, I'll be in Mar-a-Lago. How about that? <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> With security, you're going <laughs> to need a lot of luck. <laughs> all right, well, you take care, Lorraine. Thank you very much. And okay. uh, in the meantime, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfStreetMotorsports.com, and listen to the podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And uh, hopefully we'll see you at some of the car shows. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. I don't mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen.